0: DAD is brought to you by Collectors King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the Collector Army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops and also by gamers move get your nerd on at gamersmove.com for all video game news esport news podcasts your lovely pokey dads anything else your nerdy heart can think of at gamersmove.com
1: What's up, Pokedad Nation? Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Uh, I am your host, Drew, and with me today is...
0: Pokedad Aaron, who just
1: realized his mic's off to the left. Ah, that's perfect. At least it's not off to the right. Uh, We're going to be talking about some Pokemon news and getting in all the fun stuff you guys usually come to this uh, platform for. Uh, But before I skip the most important part, I should probably talk about... Our phone number, <laughs>
0: 815
1: uh, Go ahead and hit us with your polls and send us messages about how your week was. And, you know, maybe even tell us how bad your week was. Maybe we'll get you through it together yes, as a team.
0: 100%. Yep. And, and now uh, let's talk about your week, bro. How are you, man? I'm good. Let's see my week. So update on obviously what everybody really wants to know, the buffet work. Yeah, <laughs> with me and the wife. Uh, currently, she is finishing the painting on the cabinet doors, and then all we have, what well, should be done tonight, and then all we have left to do is cut the counter, and then stain it, and we're done.
1: Hell yeah, yeah.
0: So, what's she painting on it? Is it just like paint paint, or yeah, like an intricate paint. design? No, no, just paint paint. It'll it's just black, uh, like it's almost like a bluish black. Uh, it matches the same as our bookshelf because they're in the same. Well, at least part of it is in the same room. So, is it's we're almost done. The count, cutting the counters is really terrifying because our walls at certain points kind of are um, pushed in a little bit, so there's a slight curve. So we're going to have to, like, use a little, like, the compass you used in like, geometry uh, mm-hmm. in fucking school to, like, get measurements and stuff like that to then cut them with a jigsaw to get yes. the actual, like, right on the edges of it. Oh, I'm so not looking forward to it. And that's tomorrow. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, have you... Have you seen those
1: things where, like, it's like a, a a case with pins in it, and you push your hand into one side, yes. and the impression of your pin comes, your hand on, comes out the other yeah. side? They have, like, four-foot-long rulers that have that same type of mechanism you could use to measure concave things.
0: Yeah, we well, yeah, I, I might bring that up to her, because obviously we're going to do, like, the way where you actually do, like, the, like basically you take the, the compass, and you put the side that is the pencil on it, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of, you have the... The edge of the board, and you just kind of run it along the side, mm-hmm. and it'll just it'll trace it basically where you're supposed to cut. But that's right. probably a better idea.
1: It's it's definitely more intricate and might cost you more money just to buy the tool versus sorry, using the little more often compass than not. You, you would find it very very useful because I know when people are putting flooring around like trim and stuff mm-hmm. on the floor, that's like the clutch tool to use. That makes sense. You um, know who might also be a really good resource for that?
0: No. Fritz in the Discord. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's well, like thanks. a carpenter by heart. I did not know that. Fritz, I might yeah. send you a message. And then other than your countertop, how was your week? How was work How's kids? Week's good. Um, we are officially permanent work from home as of today. Ooh. So Ooh. don't have to go in the office except for on a rare occasion when um, big meetings and stuff are happening. And that's really it. And with like COVID picking up right now, though, we actually had a meeting for our appreciation day like two days ago. They're like, "You can stay home if you want to." I'm like, "I'm not going in the office." Yeah. Thirty-five minute drive for no reason. <laughs> so uh, they would they would have had a food truck. I mean, say so they just comped us our, our meal instead. Oh, so I went okay. Yeah. Heck yeah! Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and
1: then what kind of what kind of food truck was it?
0: I don't know what kind of food truck it was gonna be because my boss was talking about, but no one went, so they just canceled. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. What a bummer. <laughs> there's no point in having one if no one's going to be there. Um, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, so there's that. And then D&D-wise, I'm still working on the Sunbreak Monsters. I just finished two more of them. I have 10 of them done so far out of like 15 or 16, I think. So a few more of those to make, and I'll be done with those, and I'll update my entire guide, which someone's right now on my Discord is like, feedback channel, this is wrong, and this is wrong, and this is wrong. But it's all like minor details which don't really impact anything but it's just mm-hmm. like four minutes. So I have to update
1: Wait, is, all. Isn't yeah. it, is it your like campaign?
0: Well, my, well, I... It's my books. My, the PDFs uh-huh. are are mine. I created them, but I have people give me feedback if they notice mistakes or errors and stuff like that. So I can go back mm-hmm. and fix them because I mean, it's like 700 pages worth of stuff at this point. And on occasion, I miss updating one spot when I've updated the other three. Uh, that makes sense. So, yeah, so people give me was, feedback, and let me fix that. I
1: was about to say, it's your imagination. You could tell them what's right and what's wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in some cases, it's like one thing says natural armor in a spot when it doesn't need natural armor, and some that need natural armor tag just doesn't have it. That's like, it doesn't impact anything, but it's just for formatting and looking pretty, it needs to be fixed. Mm. So I'll be fixing that, and I'm actually reformatting the entire monster manual to the new way that Wizard of the Coast has changed everything, so they've added a bunch of new formatting that I'm now updating mine to look prettier and equal to their stuff. Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. You you, yeah. you want to
1: stay the same, Pete? You don't want to you, you don't, you don't, you don't want to be a step fall behind. behind? No. Yeah, exactly. you <laughs> want to stay relevant. That's what we're about. Exactly.
0: exactly. So how about you, Drew? How was your week? Oh, kid and kid and wife were great.
1: Yep, good. That's, that's, that's all that really matters, right? <laughs> Every everything else was just personal. Oh. <laughs> uh no, my week was good. Uh since the last time we talked, I played Arceus and B drill at locals. And it was fun. The matchups that gave me the best hands to apply the mustard engine were the ones that didn't have any special energy in them whatsoever so it was oh. like but but then <laughs> the decks where i was playing against the special energy and all that fun stuff it was like pulling teeth to pull off the the mustard plays That's so like it's just a game of chance and you know lowering probabilities and stuff like that or increasing probability i guess is the right word uh but it was fun. We, I, I ended up making it into top tables, but uh, at the end of the day, I still wish I had the reverse hands for the, the different matchups.
0: It's really funny. Yeah,
1: but until, uh, Arceus Inteleon Bees is a lot of fun to play. I've always wanted to do it since, like, I think it was the EUIC where somebody took ninth with it. And I've mm. been, since then been itching to try it out just knocking out two or three prize Pokemon with a single prizer for nothing.
0: So good. feels pretty so good.
1: good. Oh yeah. So good. Grass is best. Heck yes. Um, other than that, my team, my Pokemon TCG team underwent some pretty, uh, severe rebranding to Oof. kind of, uh, like what you're doing with your D and D stuff, just to like stay relevant yeah. and kind of, um, just, just kind of a fresh start. I ended up creating, like a Google doc sheet for our entire team schedule, like scheduled uh, every six weeks. We're doing booster box tourneys and stuff like that. Put the dates and times of the different shops that are going to host us for local, so on and so forth. Um, And then I made that public in the team discord for everybody to kind of refer back to and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I made a stat sheet for everybody in our TCG team to kind of look back and reflect on um, their points for the season, record them by week and yeah, so I taught myself how to really use Excel other than just making nice. uh, highlighted colorful numbers like I do Ooh. at work.
0: Nice. Yeah, I learned how to do scripting in Excel with doing my D&D stuff. <laughs> my work oh. doesn't, I don't use yeah. it at all in my work, but it's helpful for my work. But yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. So stay in school, kids, because yeah. Excel might help you do something Learn along your hobbies as opposed to your real job. Yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, for those curious about my Pokemon TCG team, we went from being the Carson Corvenites to the Ironclad Collective, which is a, definitely a little cooler of a name, I suppose. They're I spent cool. a lot of time... Yeah, <laughs> and... Uh... I, I, like, made all the logos and stuff like that. And I got way too far ahead of myself and started putting, like, the logos on jerseys and stuff. <laughs> uh, just because I think that's cool. That's kind of, like, mm-hmm. the direction all of the, like, comp- competitive Pokemon teams are heading like, yeah. right now. Is like, they have, like, a real esports feel to it. So it was, like... It would have felt silly not to try to look at it and see how it would look on paper. But uh, I got a pretty good reaction from the team, and uh, we're all kind of excited to jump into the next season after Worlds. Uh, but yeah, follow Ironclad Collective on uh, Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. And I think we're going to be on Pokestats as like a, a renowned team uh, pretty quick here. I've been talking to um, the CEO and the founder of Pokestats to get us on there for a while, so that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, so without further ado, let's jump into not say that, Pokemon, because we are smart and know how to say stuff. Yes,
0: like Nihilego.
1: Yeah, Nihilego, that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Foggy <laughs> Dance. Um, there's a new product that just got released. We got to see some images of it. And the first one we're going to talk about is the Hidden Potential Tins. Um, what... Cool Pokemon are on these tins, Aaron.
0: So, cool Pokemon are on these tins. I mean, define cool, I guess, is the first question, but uh, I guess we'll just say what they are. So, uh, <laughs> Giratina <laughs> is in there, a Glade, and a Rotom.
1: I mean, are you saying that Rotom's not cool?
0: I mean, out of all the options here, is at least number two.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I kind of like the Argyly texture that's on the the cover of these tins.
0: See, what I don't like is the fact that there is this nice, pretty glade with this green box coloring deceiving all the grass lovers that this is a to be a grass Pokemon when in reality mm. it's a fight right it's, no, that's misrepresentation.
1: I, <laughs> I tend to agree um <laughs> But yeah, it, it is a nice color. I like it. And the yeah. like little watermelon stripe in it just contrasts really well. Uh, so these tins are going to come with four Pokemon TCG booster packs, mm-hmm. uh, one foil promo V card, which is a different art than the cards that are coming out in Lost Origin. And you'll get a code card for that promo as well.
0: I will say I really do like the Giratina V, like this art. I mm. I, mean, I like the other art too, but I do like how this one kind of pops off the screen or pops you know off the card not the screen. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I do I do yeah. agree with you with how the whole tins and self do as well.
1: Yeah, no they're they're very tasteful. And for those who want to build Giratina or add a Gallade to the to their decks for that wonderful rally back attack it kind of has as uh this will be an easier way to get it. I don't know how many people are interested in playing Rotom, but he's definitely a cool collectible card I suppose. He's available. He is he is readily available. And in terms of sealed Pokemon product that we are getting, this is probably one of the coolest things we've seen in a while, and that's the blisters for Origin Form Dialga and Origin Form Palkia.
0: These are fairly cool. I really do like I mean I don't I'm never gonna play Dialga or Palkia to be fair. Um mm-hmm. but I really do like that they're bringing in the Arceus like you know, the like you said, the alternate like versions of them from that onto Mm -hmm. into the actual tc which is very cool
1: right and for those wondering what these look like uh the cleavor and the uh lucario boxes came in a very similar packaging uh where you got a promo v the v star a enamel pin and a jumbo coin and a jumbo card of that pokemon which is really neat and the Dialga actually and the Dialga and the palkia both have alternate arts um Mm -hmm. In terms of the V stars as well, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool.
0: It is. And I, I think this is a. Let's go ahead. No, you go. Go for. It.
1: Okay, I, I just really think that because these cards are so competitive in this format right now, this is a really, really good way to get more players involved. You're basically yeah. giving people the ability to chase down playsets of some of the best cards in the format right now. This isn't like something silly like Rotom and Rotom V-Star. Um this is like too <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that one's cute just because of Pokemon Go, yeah. but but I, I I understand that fully and if they continue this trend, like this will be so so good for the player community. Pumping these cards out as promos and being able to get these cards in other people's hands. Is like what it's all about if you want to promote the game and not just the collector side.
0: I agree. But now, my question is on that is this because of the TCG or is this because it's Palkia and Dialga, which are, you know, fairly popular in themselves, especially with Arceus just coming back out, and that's why they're.
1: Oh, 100%. I think that this is kind of residual from uh, promoting the game and, Mm -hmm. and like, being legendaries and stuff like that because, you know, how many Charizard. Blisters and stuff we've had yeah. in the past. Like, this is a really, it, I think it just kind of feeds both hands where the collector side of this really benefits from it. But the more of these that they print, because I would imagine that promos get a little bit more mass produced than the, um, like the booster boxes and stuff like yeah. that too, because these are sheets cut specifically for these four arts, you know? Yeah. So I think that.
0: This is going to be just beneficial for both sides of the of the Pokemon training card game. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, these are going to come with
1: uh, the foil card, which is the full art of Palkia and Dialga uh, in separate bl- bl- uh, blisters, just in case anyone's mishearing me. Um, you'll get the oversized card, the oversized coin, uh, featuring the title Pokemon on the blister itself, and you'll get six Pokemon booster packs, which is nice. Uh, these usually retail for about $40. So being able to crack some packs and have some playable cards is a really cool thing. Uh, looks like they feature some lost origin packs in them as well as astral radiance. Uh, these aren't always a direct representation of them, um, in real life, but it does have a Fusion Strike pack in there, and that's not as good. I
0: thought we were <laughs> done with that. <laughs> it's never leaving. It's yeah. like those packs when they release ones, with the old ones that nobody wants, can be more Fusion Strike That That's going to go from now on till forever.
1: I think there was a tournament in Kentucky that was like, they're going to crack five cases of Fusion Strikes. Like, Yeah, because nobody wants them. <laughs> You're not winning anything. You're saving money by not doing that. That's true. Right. And we also got more info
0: about the Pokemon booster bundles. I'm not going to respond to the way you said that. All right, so this is a
1: bag of 40 mini packs of Pokemon TCG cards. Uh, They all have a spooky Gengar on the front of it, Mm -hmm. and the title of this little mini set is Trick or Trade. Um, This is kind of a a Halloween promo that, you know, instead of giving out candy, you can give out Pokemon cards, and I I think this is kind of cool.
0: I do agree. Uh so forty bundles. So I mean that's roughly forty kids. Um mm-hmm. unless you unless kids in the end of the night and not enough come. But I mean four, 15 bucks for the, the total of it, I honestly is I think pretty good in terms of, you know, you'd probably spend at least fifteen to like you honestly you're probably gonna spend like thirty, like forty dollars on candy for Halloween anyways. Right. Um in this case you could buy, you know, you could have eighty packs, pass them out. It's kind of a new uh fun thing. And the kids who get all grumpy about it, you take them away and you give them fucking candy, uh, candy corn.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or coal. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, it, it appears that they will feature, uh, spooky Pokemon like Zubat, Gengar, Pumpkaboo, Mimikyu, uh, Guys, and the Jack-o'-lantern, uh, Pikachu. Which is kind of neat.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they've got that cool little, uh, Pikachu. Uh, Pumpkin stamp on all of them, which it's a respectable stamp. I think if it comes with the uh, the pumpkaboo that deletes stadiums, I'll definitely use that one. Hell yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't why wouldn't I want that stamped promo for sure? (laughs) And our last bit of news that we'll go ahead and talk about is they've released more info about the Deoxys and aura V battle decks, but it's not quite as cool as what they got overseas.
0: So they don't love us.
1: Yeah, they don't. We we don't get it. We don't get the cool stuff like they do.
0: We need more love on the west side. All
1: right. So as an overview, what do you, what do you see, Mr. Mr. Aaron?
0: So, you uh, want me go through the cards and talk about them or or read them off talk or about, what I mean. Let's
1: talk about the cards in a second, but just uh let's, let's talk about what these are. Like what what are you buying with these the V battle decks?
0: Gotcha. That I don't know because that information is not provided in where I'm looking at right now.
1: Alrighty. So the Deoxys V and Zero or a V overseas uh came out in a high class uh deck. And that meant that it came with three of the V's, two of the V Star and one of the V Max. Uh over here, we're gonna get them in the V battle decks that are level one, which is really unfortunate. <laughs> the, that is really dumb. It is really dumb. You're gonna get one V card and you're going to get a bunch of filler in all of these boxes. The cool things that come in the V battle twin boxes is they do come with a relatively rare hollow, uh, supporter card. Uh, in the past we've had, uh, bosses orders as a hollow we've had. Um, what was the other cool one? The, uh, Juniper research as a hollow as well, which was neat. Um, But that's the extent of it. You're just paying $30 for two holographic trainer cards, and that's about it. So they did kind of shaft us in terms of putting competitive Pokemon in our hands, but it appears that this is the way that these Pokemon will be released to us, and they might not be included in Lost Origin because of it, and that feels bad. Disappointing. Right, but I suppose Aaron and I can kind of dig in and talk about what these cards could have been um, when they come out to our neck of the woods.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, do you want the Thundercat, or do you want the uh, the Stretchy Boy? I'm going to take Thundercat. All right, you got it. I'll let you lead us off with the sure.
0: Thundercat. Thundercat V. So, <laughs> Zerora <laughs> uh, is a, a V, is a 210 HP Lightning Pokemon. Electric. I don't know why I said lightning. Uh, it has two attacks. Uh, cla- uh, claw Slash for 50 damage. It is one electric and one colorless. And you have a Thunderous Bolt, which is a Ooh. fancy name for Thunderbolt. Uh, it does 190 damage and this is a Pokemon can't attack during your next turn, so that means no attacks period. Uh, not just that. For two electric and one colorless. It is weak to fighting. One retreat cost. They don't like this electric Pokemon. So then we have the Zerora V Max, uh, 320 HP uh, Pokemon. It has the attack uh, reaction pulse. It does Ooh. 60 times damage. It Tech does 60 damage for each of your opponent's Pokemon in play that has an ability, which is fairly insane. And it takes two electric
1: yeah this this card was definitely built to d- to spite palkia and teleon swings mm-hmm. for weakness don't evolve any of your sobble or else it's going to punish you for two yeah. energy
0: and if you don't evolve them then you're slow anyway so you're you're screwed yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you have the attack max Fist for 240 it's two uh lightning energy one colorless i'm just switching back because i feel like it at this point uh and you discard two energy from this Pokemon, which isn't as big of a deal like a Flaffy Engine or something else. Um, it's weak to fighting and two Cost. And then finally, um, we'll go we'll be starting we can talk about it a bit all of them together. The Aurora uh V Star is two hundred and seventy HP uh lightning Pokemon. It has the attack crashing beat for a hundred does a hundred ninety damage, and you may discard a stadium in play. It's cool or two lightning and one colorless. It has the V-Star power, Thunder Star. It takes three lightning energy and one colorless. Choose one of your opponent's Pokemon four times. You can choose the same Pokemon more than once. For each time you choose a Pokemon, you do 60 damage to it. This damage isn't affected by weakness resistance. You can't use more than one V-Star power in a game. It has a zero retreat cost and we do fighting.
1: Very spicy. I like that it has free retreat. I kind of wish Shaman V Star had free retreat because it only makes sense.
0: I 100% agree with that.
1: Uh, If I'm not mistaken, this is the only V Star currently in a format right now that has free retreat, which is pretty neat. Um, so Thunderstar. Before we kind of talk about the stretchy boy in the form of Deoxys, yeah, being able to basically select four Sobble and just wipe them off the field. Is pretty sick, yeah. Um,
0: two Draziles as well,
1: yeah. Just exactly
0: 120. Two Pokemon,
1: yeah. It's basically G Max rapid flow without losing the energy, which is that's true. It really is. It's it's substantial for sure. Like, if you need to blow up one thing, really, <laughs> like blow up one Pokemon on the bench one time for 240 damage, right. uh, that's that, that's insane, but. To clarify, this is not placing damage counters, this is Snipe, so things like Manaphy will make it a little bit difficult for you to go chase down bench Pokemon, but it's not um, limited to bench Pokemon, because you can choose uh, the active Pokemon to deal this this, uh, attack, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Alrighty, stretchy boy time. Uh, Deoxys V... 210 HP Psychic Pokemon, Week 2 Dark. For one Psychic and one Colorless, it does Psychic for 30 damage. And this attack does 30 more damage for each energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. Uh, We've seen this around the Pokemon Realm for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's not very powerful as is. (laughs) Um, For two Psychic and one Colorless, it does Power Edge for 140 with no drawback or caveat. V VMAX, 330 HP. Psychic VMAX Pokemon, weak to dark, resistant to fighting. It's ability, protective DNA. Your Pokemon in play take 30 less damage from attacks by your opponent's Pokemon V-Star. I love this ability. I think we need more V-Star targeted things in the game entirely.
0: I mean, I guess for the fact that you take it covers everybody, I would say, because a lot of the cases, like you know, take 30% less damage, just for that one that one Pokemon specifically. Mm-hmm. But if you had three or somehow four of these out on the field, you know, it's 90 to 120 damage you're negating from. But, yeah. I guess the question is, I mean, obviously the V-Stars are there, Palkia and stuff like that, Dialga. Um, there's still V-Maxes, though, which I feel like makes this kind of situational. It versus is it incredibly
1: being, situational.
0: Versus it being like extremely effective.
1: Right. But I think right now, because we are in such a heavy um V Star format, yeah. If you will, having something like this, even just one of them, throwing off the math by 30, forcing them to um get choice belt or take a two hit knockout, is is pretty impactful. And I think in Lost Origin we're getting a Raichu that does X amount of damage if your opponent has used their V-Star power. Um, Mm -hmm. We just don't have enough things in the format right now that target V-Star Pokemon. We have a lot of stuff that targets V-Max. Yeah. We have plenty of it that negates, like, that that targets V-Pokemon in general, but I would love to see more stuff that, like, affects your opponent's ability to utilize V-Star and... Deoxys scratches that itch a little bit for me. Okay. And for one Psychic and two Colorless, it does max drain for 160 and heals 30 damage from this Pokemon. Kind of steps out of the realm of Psychic Pokemon in general because they typically don't have a lot of healing capabilities. So this is kind of neat to see on something that already has like a protective cushion mm-hmm. from B-Star Pokemon to be able to heal an additional 30 use the new radiant gardevoir that comes out in the next set and negate 20 damage from your opponent's attacking V Pokemon um
0: that's kind of a cool thing extremely tanky that's right and with the the 160 you're you're two-shotting most V star or V max right yeah
1: i think and in a perfect world, you'd be able to get all three of those psychic energy go- psychic energies on there. Yeah. But I think a faster way to use Deoxys is probably with something along the lines of double coilless energy, True. which would unfortunately knock that down to 140, but you would still be two-shotting... V-Star. V-Stars, yeah. but they would be almost three-shotting you because of that DNA.
0: Yeah.
1: Super sick. The Deoxys V-Star, 270 HP, dark, weak Pokemon. Um weak to not weak resistant to fighting uh for two psychic and one colorless it does Psy javelin for 190 damage and this attack also does 60 damage to one of your opponent's pokemon v that's pretty good yeah it's not damage counters like most psychic pokemon and the uh, entire archetype does but i'll take it It it's pretty neat and for its v star power for one psychic it does star force which is 60 times damage this attack does 60 more damage for each energy attached to both Active Pokemon.
0: That is insane. Because it actually makes it worth it. It does, because you
1: can take control over how much energy you at least have on you. Right. And if you have if you have four energy on you, then you're dealing 240, which is pretty
0: busted. Well, since it's both active Pokemon, whatever they have mm-hmm. as well, so I mean then most of them are gonna, minimum gonna have two. So that's at least one twenty right. from them plus you know your potential. If you had three energy, you're you're killing the V star. Yep.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I think that there is some potentials with uh with both the Oxus and Zero I think they would be a fun fundamental to kind of insert into our current format, but unfortunately TPCI does not want to send them our way. Yep. At least in the form of the decks that they got overseas.
0: So what I think is really interesting about just kind of going back to the side javelin is that mm-hmm. this tech also does 60 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon V, which mm-hmm. means you can, if you target a Pokemon V with the initial attack, you can still add that 60 to that one as well and do a 240 to that one. Mm, that is true. Which I think is really, really cool. It, does not, it doesn't say a different one. It says any opponent's Pokemon. At least
1: that's how it translates for sure. Yeah, Correct. but that would be yeah. that would be awesome if you're like, okay, I have an additional 60 damage floating around to place wherever I need on a V Pokemon. I like that, yeah yep, so that sums those up, yeah, overseas they come as a full deck that the uh uh the deoxys one comes with a bunch of cards that have a very similar mantra that does x amount of damage for energy on your opponent's Pokemon, and the uh Zera aura comes out with basically the flaffy engine to just rinse and repeat yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, take our break, if you will. And we'll let the absent Rick choose the music this week. Yeah. We probably should have talked about him not being here, huh?
0: I think they figured it out by now. <laughs> probably.
1: <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Pokedads has partnered with Ink Gaming to bring you a fantastic deal. For 10% off your entire order at checkout, use code DADSPOD10. That's dadspod ten for ten percent off all your custom playmats, custom mouse pads, custom dice bags, and a plethora of other gaming accessories. Again, use DadSpod ten when checking out at Inkgaming.com. yeah all right cool well welcome back um we're partying over here that was a great track man that that song was so amazing yeah so glad glad that rick picked that one for this week's episode (laughs) um we're going to continue our trend of talking about impactful pokemon in the standard format yep um of specific typing and this week is colorless Woo. and uh, i've collected a pretty good array of colorless things in uh the standard format that could really uh change the game and some stuff that's coming out in the next set that could really impact the future of colorless archetypes or any archetype for that matter colorless
0: really It's, it's very versatile
1: yeah and i think that uh it sounds a little silly starting off with the heaviest hitter no but we will talk about The heaviest hitter in the form of Arceus V-Star, which is a 280 HP colorless Pokemon Uh, for three colorless that does Trinity Nova for 200 damage. And you search your deck for up to three basic energy and attach them to your Pokemon V any way you like. And its V-Star power, Starbirth, allows you to search your deck for two cards, put them into your hand, and go about the game as you please. So good. After shuffling your deck, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we all know that this is like the best card in the format. It's incredibly versatile. You can put it in basically any deck you want to search two cards out or to accelerate energy onto the Pokemon. Um, I, there isn't really else much to say about it other than it being one of the best cards in the format, if not the best card in the format.
0: I mean, I, I agree. I don't there's anything else to say. We've talked about it forever. Good card. you're playing it, look into possibly playing it.
1: Absolutely. Maybe they'll come out with a blister pack that has Arceus V-Stars in it. Make it easy. And just drop the people. crap
0: out of that price.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or, just, or it'll be a $60 box. Oh, just because, no. <laughs> because of its usefulness.
0: Um, all right. And then I'll let you take the next card. Yep. So next card, we have also talked about at multiple times. I think at one point we considered it not very effective. And then we changed our tune. I could be wrong on that. But the card is B-Barrel. The 120 HP colors Pokemon a stage one. evolves from Bidoof. It has the ability Industrious Incisors. Uh, once during your turn, you may draw cards until you have five cards in your hand. Then as an attack that you should never use, that is three colorless called Tail Smash, does 100 damage, maybe. Flip a coin. If tails, this attack does nothing. Weak to fighting. To retreat. God. Great card. Um, I've used it in actually. We went up to Minnesota. I use this in the Anchormon deck, and it's the ability to just draw constantly is just so useful. In fact, you can use it with multiple in a turn. Is so
1: right having this kind of draw on a single price pokemon that you could use multiple times a turn if you have multiple beeper mm-hmm. set up is so impactful for the
0: game yeah and the fact that it only takes you know one extra turn to set up over like a genesec is mm. not that bad of a trade-off no i tend to agree i really like this
1: card um at locals this week i did get tail smash though nice I did, man. it it, ca- it came down to a heads or tails thing, and <laughs> and, and they definitely flipped heads. Uh, but oh, yeah, it was very great. very fun to see. The one uh, time then... I
0: tried, it failed miserably.
1: <laughs> right. So unfortunate. <laughs> uh, and then Double Turbo Energy is the next card we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, only the gold if, one, right? Only the gold only one. The gold. Why, would, why would you play any other Double exactly. Turbo Energy? Come on, guys. Um, It provides two colorless energy, um, as long as it's attached to a Pokemon. And the attacks of the Pokemon this card is attached to does 20 less damage to your opponent's Pokemon. So there is a neat little drawback Mm -hmm. for being able to accelerate two energy into play for one attachment. Uh, But it's become very multifaceted in our format, being able to combo this with things like Hyper Potion, because it still technically counts as two energy discarded, Uh, gives you the ability to heal 120 for basically free. Mm -hmm. Uh, Double Turbo Energy is probably, like the the caveat on Double Turbo Energy, is probably the only thing that humanizes um, Arceus just a little bit. Because if you could just attach it like Double Coiless Energy and deal the full 200, I feel like the format would be in a worse spot right now.
0: So, well, I don't yeah. feel like it would be much different, to be honest, because not many Pokemon have. Uh, I mean, I guess it would work for some of the Vs for early hits. I would say mm-hmm. otherwise, I mean, you're still going to two shot a V Pokemon or a V Max Pokemon with two attacks. Or V start with two attacks.
1: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. But the ability to star for for, let's call it a double colorless energy and a twist yeah. belt. Being able to basically turn to 230 uh, versus 210. Mm-hmm. is is like a huge difference in the format.
0: Yeah, and I can agree.
1: Yeah, so it is it is the only thing that gives a little bit of, uh, what is the word, mortality to uh, Arceus. <laughs> so I am thankful that it does have a negative 20.
0: Yeah. And I do think that there is that synergy um, with the ability, like there's so many cards to negate that 20 damage loss in certain ways to get get it back and still have that extra energy benefit. Mm -hmm. You just said a choice belt that this card is is useful in most decks at this point. Absolutely.
1: I tend to agree. And I'll let you have the next one.
0: Next one is Sharon's Care. Sharon's Care is a supporter card. It is, effect is put one of your colors Pokemon that has any damage counters on it and all attached cards into your hand. And obviously, you can only play one per turn and all that jazz. Um I have actually never encountered this card myself um uh, mm-hmm. but I can definitely see the benefits of the fact that it's it's it's, it's kind of like a scoop up but mm-hmm. you get everything with it which explains yeah. why it's worth so it's just so useful for getting back in all the energy um any Pokemon tools you may need you know obviously healing up the Pokemon as you put it right back down it, it's a fairly strong for colorless Pokemon.
1: Absolutely, Um, very heavily used in Arceus and Teleon. Being able to attack, accelerate energy back onto an Arceus V, absorb a hit the following turn, pick up the Arceus V star you had in the active, promote the next Arceus that has the energy attached. Now that you have the Arceus V star in your hand, you evolve the 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 one in the active, put your other one down on the bench, attach an energy, and you rinse and rinse and repeat. Never giving up prizes to your um, <laughs> opponent, which makes it very frustrating, makes Aww. the game last very long. Uh, play things like Palpad and Shady Dealings to be able to search out the Sharon's Care as you see fit. Um, it is incredibly frustrating for uh, at least my opponents to deal with me <laughs> not giving them any prizes ever. Uh, but it's, it's a good time. Sharon's Care is a wonderful supporter if you're playing colorless Pokemon. Hell yeah. And uh, the next one is Dunsparce, 60 HP basic colorless Pokemon with its ability Mysterious Nest. Uh, Colorless Pokemon in play, both yours and your opponent's have no weakness, and it does have an attack for two colorless called Rollout. So this is clearly very useful in colorless decks, being able to basically negate the fighting weakness and i guess on things like salamance the lightning weakness um it's pretty cool um you're not able to play it in things like um like an arceus weakness box because if you are trying to hit for arceus weakness on your opponent's side of the field Mm -hmm. you do also negate their uh weakness as well but when you're handling things like urshifus and zapdos and what have you in the format uh, Dunsparce comes in very clutch if you're
0: playing colorless Pokemon. The first one I read this and I, I'm, just, I'm just like finally registering it, but I read like, Pokemon in play have no weaknesses. Like, this is fucking great for everything. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely not as, as great as that, but it still is good, like you said, for colorless Pokemon. Take it away. Alright, next one is the Blitzy V 250 HP colorless pokemon that just loves to heal everything just not in the case of the card so the uh bliss ev has the ability natural cure whenever you attach an energy card from your hand to this pokemon it recovers from all special conditions shout out to adam it has the attack blissful blast for one colorless it deals 10 plus damage this attack does 30 more damage for each energy attached to this Pokemon did any damage with this attack, you may attach up to three energy cards from your discard pile to this Pokemon. This is, I've definitely run into some blissy decks playing all sorts of special energies and other stuff to then just drag right out from the graveyard and power this beast up. It has a four retreat cost, which makes it really hard to retreat um, mm-hmm. without switches or anything else. But it is definitely, I mean, it literally has a deck of its own. Just to say that. Yep. Say that
1: i played against blissey on tuesday and my only saving grace against a deck like this was my B drill that makes all those special energies very appetizing <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i didn't have to worry about the hp so much it just had to make sure they were putting special energies down and most blissey decks only play special energy uh but circling back to Double Turbo Energy, a really cool feature with Blissey is because you are able to uh, attach those energy cards from the discard pile. Um, double Turbo Energy accelerates as a single energy and then is worth two when it's attached to a Pokemon. Bumping the damage up times 60, more. minus 20, so forty an additional 40 damage for accelerating a Double Turbo out of the discard pile. Then having the opportunity the following turn to use hyper potion to heal that off is a wonderful thing that Blissey has going for it right now.
0: Yes, it does, it, it definitely does. Yep,
1: and now we'll get into some draw support in the form of uh, Chinchino, Chinchino, Chinchino.
0: Say that Pokemon, that one. we whatever we say it is, is correct, unless you're that weak. is correct. It is a uh
1: tiny little chinchilla pokemon right <laughs> it's a 90 hp colorless pokemon with the make do ability you may discard a card from your hand and then when you use this ability uh you draw two cards
0: that's pretty good yeah. being
1: able to set up a couple of them draw up the eight cards a turn for discarding four is super useful single price pokemon being able to provide this kind of draw support is Pretty neat. It does have an attack for one colorless as energy assist, which deals forty damage, and you attach a basic energy card from your discard pile to one of your benched Pokemon.
0: I don't think I've ever seen anybody ever actually use that attack, personally. Yeah. i see on that rare occasion when you have nothing else you can do. Like, well, fuck it. This, you know, I'm gonna attach an energy, might as well do forty damage, and then attach the one I just discarded uh onto the new Pokemon. So, uh, oh, I tend to agree. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: attaching an energy to Chincino, or Chinchino, uh, however you say it. Um, it just feels bad in, in general. I feel like if you're attaching energy to this
0: Pokemon, you've lost already. <laughs> Unless it's in GLC, then it's fine. Yes. All right. Next one is Oranguru. The 120 HP colorless Pokemon has the ability Primate Wisdom. Once in your turn, you may switch a card from your hand with the top card of your deck. And it has the attack whap down. Three colorless, still 70 damage. Two retreat Ooh. costs. This card I used at one point, I don't remember, in some deck, that, I mean, it's so, so useful with so many cards right now um, to put cards on the top of your deck. Mm-hmm. That you can just have one of these down, and you, so you put it on top of the deck, you're guru, and you grab it right into your hand immediately. It is so useful. That and just in general draw power, being able to, um, grab a card and swap it out as you need to, um, to make use of it. Just, it's like having an extra card in your hand at all. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Oranguru's Primate Wisdom allows you to just to dig a little deeper into your deck, mm-hmm. uh, being able to preserve a necessary resource before a professor's research, like a rare candy, or the boss for turn next game, um, is huge. Uh, I talked about it in the, uh, the Kirim VMAX video that I posted today on YouTube, uh, but the over-under method that Aranguru, um and Rotom Phone and Switch Cups and the Gutsy Pickaxe provide has to be my favorite way to maneuver through Pokemon decks. Um, and that all stems from playing Colossal way back in the day. Being able to yeah. control what your top deck is to trigger an effect is my favorite thing to do in, in Pokemon. So Oranguru has made it possible for me to have that kind of control, and I love the this card for it. And now I will talk about um, the lovely Miltank, uh-huh. 110 HP basic Pokemon uh, with its ability Miracle Body. Uh, prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from your opponent's Pokemon V. And for two colorless, it does Route for 10 plus damage. And this attack does 20 more damage for each of your opponent's benched Pokemon.
0: I really like this card. Um, We yeah. played it in Milwaukee once again. I think this card in some cases can be a very big brain play. Um there were yeah. definitely situations where I one I I won and one I ended up losing because I couldn't get an energy um with this card because I played down my Arceus. I played down a camera some other card that you know took two prizes. So the only and that's and that's all I had out. So, mm-hmm. I lost five prizes, and all I had out was a mill tank, and their entire bench was full with nothing that could attack. Right. And I had more cards in my deck.
1: Yep, that's, that's <laughs> the way to do it, man. <laughs> no, um, mill tank just makes it very uncomfortable for a lot of these, uh, these V, V star, mm-hmm. V max decks to to operate. Obviously, things like Mew and Duraladon have immediate answers to mill tank. The clone, but. Also. Yeah, the canceling clone, B um, all those things tend to be very problematic for things like Miltank. But um, overall, as a basic Pokemon, having this ability that Decidueye and Altaria held on to for so long is
0: really cool. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's one of those ones where obviously it depends on the deck you're playing against, if you're going to play it or not. But it is it, having one in a deck, I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. No, definitely not. it cre-
1: creates checkmate scenarios and Aaron's living proof.
0: Mhm. I've also lost because I couldn't get an energy. How go? <laughs> <laughs> it, it really do be like that. <laughs> oh man. So, next colorless is the Regigigas. 150 HP. Uh, this Pokemon has the ability Ancient Wisdom. Once during your turn if you have a Regi Rock, Regi Ice, Regi Steel, Regi Lecky and Regi Drago in play, you may attach up two three energy cards from your discard pile to one of your Pokémon. It also has the attack, a gigaton break for five colorless. If your opponent's active Pokemon is a Pokemon V-Max, this attack does 100 more. For so. retreat costs, to fighting, um, this card is used for acceleration in, obviously, a Reggie deck. And I know right. it can be used in other ones as well to get that three energy up for a few, which, true, you probably have a better knowledge, or at least remember than I do. Uh,
1: you do kind of have to use this card specifically to accelerate in Regidex alone, mm-hmm. but um, because Regigigas can use powerful energy, which we'll get into in a second here, uh, being able to use Gigaton Break for 320 damage, 340 damage if you have two powerful energies attached to it, plus Choice Belt getting up to... Uh, very large numbers for a single prize pokemon is insane mm-hmm. um, and ancient wisdom allows you to accelerate any type of energy out of the discard pile so so we're going to rewind back Um, in a world in the next format regigigas um, is able to accelerate a bunch of uh, aurora energy onto let's call it itself Regigigas was put down the previous turn, your following turn, if you accelerate all your energy with all the Regis in play and so on and so forth onto Regigigas, you can use the new Thornton supporter card to swap Regigigas out for any basic Pokemon in your discard pile and utilize the amazing rares or any other basic Pokemon that you may need to swing for for a specific weakness and attack with them because the Regigigas, uh, Ancient Wisdom, only needs to be in effect when all the Gigas are in play. But once you swap it out, you've already accelerated the energy. And Thornton allows you to keep that energy onto that Pokemon as it swaps. And if Regigigas was down the previous turn, like I had mentioned, you can then evolve that Pokemon you switch into as well if you needed to. Which
0: is just so cool.
1: It is super busted. It's probably going to be a very clunky way to play decks in the future. But the potential is there. Mm-hmm. Alright, and now we'll talk about Rick's favorite <laughs> card that came out of Pokemon Go. Um, the basic Pokemon Ditto, 70 HP with its ability, sudden transformation. This Pokemon can use the attacks of any basic Pokemon in your discard pile. Except for Pokemon with a rule box, so the V and GX Pokemon. Um and you still need to have the necessary energy to fulfill those attacks. And I know Rick was really hyped. On playing this with the Shed Ninja
0: deck. The Poisonja.
1: Poisonja, that one, yes. Uh, Being able to have the Garboder on the bench that poisons your opponent's active Mm -hmm. Pokemon. If there's a stadium in play. And then knock them down to 1 HP for 3 colorless is pretty sick. Um, Takes a lot of moving parts to get it going. But you could turn a 3 prize Pokemon into nothing with the power of three colorless energy and some poison yeah uh it it adds a basic um pokemon to your attacking pool because obviously you can get into uh the shed ninjas but it's much easier to just streamline it with ditto and throw the fancy shed ninjas into the discard pile instead Uh, things like mad party got an immediate benefit from something like this too Um, I'm sure that there is a world where people would like to (laughs) apply this uh, to other single prize decks in the future, but those appear to be the only two real benefactors at this time. And you had to peel cards to get it.
0: Which is even cooler.
1: It is super cool.
0: (laughs) Take it away. Yep. So the next card we're going to talk about is Capture Energy, it is a (laughs) colorless energy. So as long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, it provides. Colorless this energy. When you attach this card from your hand to a Pokemon, search your deck for a basic Pokemon and put it onto your bench and shuffle your deck. The ability to grab any basic Pokemon and accelerate it right onto your bench is great. I ran these for a long time with uh, my Rillaboom deck just to get my Grookies out or the other way around, I had to put on like a, if I had to put on a Grookie to get out my Rillaboom and so on and so forth. It's just... Useful card you're pulling from your deck you're sh- you're shrinking your deck at the same time as getting the card the pokemon out yep
1: nope i agree i play two of them in arceus and teleon and it's wonderful
0: i believe that 100
1: yep being able to have an energy onto arceus and putting a sobble down or vice versa is pretty sweet um and then there we're going to talk about another wonderful special energy in the form of powerful energy <laughs> um as long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, it provides colorless energy. And the attacks of the colorless Pokemon this card is attached to deal 20 more damage. So it provides one less energy, than double turbo energy, but increases the damage output by 20.
0: We're playing a powerful and double turbo. We're canceling them out. Boom, yeah, back exactly. to RCS with 230 with choice.
1: It's a wash. <laughs> it's a complete wash. <laughs> be, be scared of bees at that point, I suppose. um. Bee. Yeah. Uh super cool card. I think that Blissey and Regigigas play this right now in the standard format and that's about it. Uh I know there was a world in the past where you played it on Tornadoes V Max and between that and single strike energy, uh you were doing plus twenty for every energy that was attached mm-hmm. to Tornadus and that's kinda spicy. Uh but yeah, powerful energy. That's a cool little uh attachable boost that you could play four of in your deck.
0: So, next card is Snorlax. 130 colorless Pokemon has the ability Gorman Dies, which is really just the Zamazenta V of colorless. Once you your turn, if this Pokemon is in the active spot, you may draw cards until you have seven cards in your hand. If you use this ability, your turn ends. As an attack that you probably won't use very often, or at all. Um, it's Body Slam for four colorless energy. Does 100 damage. With a coin. If heads, your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed. Um, I feel like there are better cards now, more often than not, to draw, such as the Bee Barrels, than this Snorlax. It was used, uh, I believe, during a uh, deck with Munchlax uh, for a little bit that I haven't seen in a while. But I think there's better draw cards going for colorless Pokemon to use versus a Snorlax. I tend to agree. The
1: format's a little too fast right now to take a turn off and just draw cards mm-hmm. and not really do anything impactful. Um I play one of them in like a a very intricate version of Leafeon. Okay. And uh it's nice it's nice to have like a one of kinda of floating around in your deck knowing that, that it's an option. Uh if you tend to be bricking or if you need to see more resources to kind of have a more uh, powerful comeback the following turn, uh, being able to Gormandize for a hand of seven cards is pretty sick, and if your opponent's playing Marnie to get those resources out of your hand, that means they're not playing boss. So, uh, that tends to be pretty helpful in some instances. Uh, but, to any of our listeners, if you have used Body Slam before, and paralyzed your opponent, please hit us up on our text <laughs> line. Eight one five seven eight two zero two zero two. We want to hear the war stories. yes, we do, all right, and then we're going to talk about some cards that are entering our standard format, and the first one is going to be gift energy uh, it's a special energy as long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, it provides one colorless energy. If the Pokemon this card is attached to is knocked out by damage from an opponent's attack, draw cards. Until you have seven cards in your hand. So it's kind of like an attachable meant to be destroyed Gormandize.
0: Or a Lucky Egg, I think, right?
1: Yeah, like Lucky Egg too. But I think Lucky Egg triggers if it's not knocked out too. Like if it gets attacked. Uh, it I might. think Lucky Egg... It, I, I think you might be right.
0: We'll see. Maybe.
1: We'll we'll see. Okay, cool. So um, there was a couple people on Twitter who were talking about how this could be impactful in Durant. Because Durant's getting knocked out. Every single turn gives you the ability to draw no more resources, but Durant needs two energies to attack and mill cards. So gift energy might not be the answer there. Uh, we'll see in the future. Maybe things like Blissey will play like a couple of gift energies. Um, put it onto your Blissey. Is yeah, like okay. on a turn where you think you're going to get knocked out and then draw in a bunch of resources the following turn?
0: I mean, the fact that you could grab a... One of these from your discard pile and put it on your Blissey. The turn mm. when it's gonna get knocked out is great. Mm. You don't really need to play more than like one, maybe two.
1: Yeah, I tend to agree.
0: And lucky okay, egg yeah. is actually when your Pokemon's knocked out. Oh, you're right. And the next one for you, buddy. Next one I got is the Pidgeot V. It has 210 HP colorless Pokemon has the ability Vanishing Wing. Mm-hmm. Once in your turn, if this Pokemon is on your bench you may shuffle it and all cards attached to it into your deck. And has the attack which the f- name of it is stupid. Flying <laughs> Surf. I'm
1: sure it'll translate a little differently. These are, Man, these, these are a player made cards. I
0: like... really hope they are because Flying Surf makes no fucking sense. For three colorless energies, it does eighty plus damage. If you have a stadium in play, this tech does eighty more damage. With lightning resistant to fighting, and has a one retreat cost. I mean, the ability to do one hundred and sixty damage on a V—I don't—isn't really unheard of. We I mean, can definitely do more, but the ability mm-hmm. to literally switch this back onto your bench if it didn't get knocked out instantly and send it all back in is so good.
1: right. I think that this is a card that's going to help uh, with a lot of checkmate scenarios. Mm-hmm. If you're down to like a last couple cards in your deck, and your opponent doesn't really have anything uh, going for them, or they have very few cards left in their deck, being able to draw this card, put it onto your bench, and then shuffle it back into your deck to continue that loop is going to be busted I
0: mean, like, even it's... more being able to play it down catch an energy catch a tool mm-hmm. card and then put all of that back in the deck too
1: right yeah i i tend to agree like like the only reason i wouldn't consider doing that because you have to shuffle your deck after you put it back in yeah so you're top so you're top decking a tool card which feels bad where i think just looping the pidgeot would be a little bit more impactful but then there's opportunities for them to Force you to draw cards in some instances, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a Marnie if you had no cards in your hand. Ooh, yeah. Uh, but definitely see a lot of merit in this and like stall and mill type decks. Uh, can't see it being played uh, anywhere outside of that kind of archetype because flying surf. Flying surf seems kind of <laughs> lame. <laughs> A really cool ability, I do like yeah, that. it
0: is very fun, and
1: build. last but not least, this may very well be one of the best cards to come out, um, in the standard format in a long time. And it might prove to be very problematic for a while, uh, in the form of Hisuian Zorark V Star 270 HP. Surprising nobody, colorless Pokemon mm-hmm. for two colorless energy. It does. Baneful curse for 50 times damage, and this attack does 50 damage for each of your Pokemon that has any damage counters on it. And its V Star power is Phantom Star. Uh during your turn, you may discard your hand and draw seven cards. Week two fighting in a two retreat cost. Before I talk too much about this, I want to hear your thoughts,
0: Eric. So I like you kind of said you need to more powerful cards. I like the fact that It's still low cost because of the actual cost to have this uh, attack do actual damage. The ability, you know, your Pokemon that, you can do up to 300 damage. Mm -hmm. You could. More often than not, I'm going to guess you're probably going to do about 150 uh, with two of your Pokemon damage slightly with, obviously, um, your active. Possibly the Zora doing that. Uh, I like the attack. I think it's interesting. It's it's not one I've seen, at least as a late throw that I can recall off the top of my head. Um, so it's fun to see that coming out. The V-Star power, the ability to draw your, your discard your hand and draw seven cards. I mean, it's not bad. It's not the best one we, there is, but it's not a bad um, ability, in my personal opinion. But, I mean, that's kind of how I feel. I think the attack can be useful. I think that the ability is decent uh
1: so so my thoughts on this card baneful curse uh doing 50 times damage the amount of pokemon you have in play with damage counters on them uh that does include the active as well so you mm. are capable of hitting that 200 uh, 300 threshold sorry uh but this is a card that came with an entire archetype that's releasing in lost origin with the gengar that allows it to retreat its retrieve itself out of the discard pile and put three damage counters on it the damage pumps that allow you to move two damage counters around from your Pokemon to your other Pokemon, you can stand to maybe put two Zorark in play. And then the rest of your field, a single price Pokemon that are triggering this baneful curse effect. And that's what kind of makes it very terrifying is that you're not putting a bunch of Zorark in play, waiting for them to get hit right. to trigger the damage. You have ways to force it and being able to skip all stages with that Gengar and forcing it straight onto the field by just discarding it. That means you're not evolving. That means you're not doing anything along those lines. It tends to be very problematic when you have a whole archetype kind of come out in one set, kind of like how Mew VMAX did Yep, because it wasn't like good and then power. And then yeah, it, yeah, it just came out good. And I think the Zoroark is kind of going to have that thing for a while uh fortunately it does have a weakness which is good for us Mm -hmm. um but phantom star being able to basically professor's research yourself into a boss and still use boss for the same turn is pretty substantial um if you're holding a handful of gengars and you're like okay i don't have the double turbo energy yet or the boss so pop phantom star toss all your Gengars into the discard pile, grab your boss for turn, grab your double turbo energy, then increase your damage by however many Gengars you bring back with its uh, creeping back ability or some so on and so forth. It seems like a deck that's going to be explosive, but it also, if you're relying on four energy in your deck to get your attack off in the form of double turbo energy, that's when it's going to be a little hairy to yeah. operate. That's fair. Yep. And then Things like Temple of Sinnoh will be super good against it if players are not utilizing more stadiums or more uh, special
0: energy to fulfill that cost. That makes sense, yeah. So play it with Arceus, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and
1: that basically um, rounds out the colorless Pokemon in this format and the Distant Future format. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm mystery. Yeah, right. So, uh, if everybody uh, is really interested in playing colorless decks, make sure you uh, build a list and send a to our text
0: line 8157820202. And that's basically going to wrap it up for this week's podcast. All right, and you're actually cutting out just in, but enough where we can still understand you. We're keeping the robot in, because that's how we do. (laughs) No idea when it's going to stop. Uh, we'll fire uh, right. out. Um, well, we
1: use the t- technical difficulties as our excuse to not do Pokemon. We're just, out,
0: we're just testing out auto tune, obviously. Right.
1: Exactly. If I don't
0: sound like T Pain when this comes out, I will be really disappointed. You definitely should. Um, <laughs> let's give it here a minute, though, just to see if it actually will catch up, just for safety's sake, because it has not come away yet. And the thing is, your camera goes too. Words, words, words. Your camera catches up when you're good. good? Nope. Still not good. It's still bad. (laughs) Professional. Professional. (laughs) The internet, it's how it goes sometimes.
1: I, I feel obligated to like increase the pricing in next week's Patreon or next month's Patreon journey just because of the quality of this
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Do you have anything like is your wife watching something right now?
1: No, I am home alone right now. Like my phone. Is, is, your, on mode. is
0: your neighbor stealing your internet?
1: There's a really good chance, but I feel like if I open up anything right now that might tell me if they are or not, I will be in severe trouble. Good news is you're back to normal. I'm back to normal. Okay. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Um, That second break was great. Thank you. (laughs) um, Yeah. So that's basically going to wrap up uh, the podcast for this week. Uh, Sorry. It was a super duper eventful listeners back home. There just wasn't a whole lot of news and we were missing our fearless leader in the form of Scott, not Rick. And, yeah, that is correct. So yeah. Hope everybody has a good uh what is it? Evening, good night, good morning, whenever you listen to this. And Aaron, go ahead and sign us off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and may your polls be ever in your favor. Jesus. Like the Halloween Pokemon cards? Yeah. Ooh. So that way she can keep an eye out for them to try to pick some up, so we can give those out this year. So that would be fun.
1: Yeah, that's like a that's like a big Pokédad thing right there.
0: Hell yes, it is. Put a, you put a little you know business card in there with the kids. <laughs> <And> the <parents laughs> Come listen eat. to our really vulgar podcast. Give this to your parents. <laughs> There's razor blades in it.
1: <laughs> no joke, bro, because people be sliding those cards,
0: too. Oh, man, oh, that's a terrifying thought. You're like, I'm not buying them anymore. <laughs> I'm just not taking it from anybody. Saying, oh, fair enough. If you come by my house, they will be razor blade free.